Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another Mindset Explosion, season three. I think I'm on episode 17. Uh, but joins Dave, uh, good friend, David Rogers from Rising Crane. Go hey, on, David, you introduce yourself. Rising Crane. <laughs> so, um, nice to be back with you. Yeah, exactly. that was about a year ago, wasn't it? I come down to yours. More than that. Yeah, was it? Yeah, just, uh, yes, you're right. Um, so today we thought, talk a bit about mindset martial arts and some of the you know great projects you've got yourself um you're working on at the moment so mm -hmm. tai chi and kung fu yeah that's right tai chi and kung fu online Excellent. programs yeah yeah and so how how have you found this like how has lockdown affected you and um you know you, like... it's given me a good opportunity to really knuckle down with my training and really super focus in on my own practice um yeah Kind of forced isolation, um, which is if you if your mindset is right, it can be a good thing, right? Because it's almost like a retreat where you're just really concentrating for a while on something and going very deeply into it. Yeah. So, it's, uh, in some ways, it's it's kind of an enforced practice, but it can be quite good. And you've been staying at your um, your academy, haven't you? I am living at the academy. Yeah, yeah. so I'm just training full time, pretty much at the moment. Um, but no, I've been love watching your like the content you've been putting out because you because how long you've been like kung fu's like, well, online been, just well, generally training you started oh, in China right that's right I've been practicing for thirty five years now yeah yeah so um, started when I was fourteen so um, yeah went to China when I was twenty and go back regularly with my teacher. Yeah, you've got a good relationship with your uh, seafood, right? I'm lucky. Yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, no, that's good. So, you, um, and then you went, you also did some MMA at your academy. You've moved away from now, I guess, but how was, how was that before? Well, we had a good um, amateur fight team, which we yeah. started in uh, Chinese uh, kickboxing, the San Chao, and then um, gradually over the, over the time period, because MMA became more um, popular and also that the, I absorbed some of the, the grappling stuff in from the cross training with uh, in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and other things. So our fight team gradually became more well-rounded, and then we started competing in MMA competitions, which we did for about three years as an as an amateur team. We won some national titles, so we did pretty well. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So, like, how do you think, like, because obviously you talked about mindset, and mm. so you've been pretty much living in your academy, you know, yes. during this, this time. Um, and yeah, we want to talk about some of the projects you, you've been working on. And these are projects you were pretty much ready to go before there was any outbreak as well, right? As, yeah, uh, you, I had these. I've had these in the pipeline for about a year. It wasn't. It wasn't a reaction to the uh, coronavirus. It was something that I was um, making my way towards already. When this happened, yeah. it just kind of accelerated it a bit. Yeah. So, um, so how how do you feel like martial arts has helped you then? Like through this period of isolation and um, you know being there on your own or whatever, did you just focus on your training? How did it work for you? Martial art has given me that kind of, I suppose, direction and the mindset of um, not 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 trying to fight against what's happening. You know, it's happening. We've got no control over it, so make the best of it and uh, do what we can with it. And I think martial art gives you that that sort of idea of uh, always coming 
you know, butting heads with, with what, what we want to happen as opposed to what is actually happening and yeah. trying to make that choice of saying, right, this, we can accept this and then something we can, we can do something positive about it. We can choose to use this time either positively or, or negatively. And you see people tend to be, you know, polarized one extreme or the other. Yeah, definitely. I, 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 you're absolutely right. <laughs> you, you just can't control some things, but how you deal with it, right? But how you deal with it, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, of course, it's been how long has it been now? Twelve, thirteen weeks. So um, yeah. it's impossible to keep that kind of complete discipline practice non-stop, like continuously for twelve, thirteen weeks. I think that's not not achievable, and that's not um, not even a good thing, not even a healthy thing. You need to cut yourself some slack as well, give yourself some rest days and deload and so on, because I think sometimes yeah. people put a lot of pressure on themselves to, to, to try to do something which yeah you can do that for you know six to eight weeks or sort of typical fight camp that kind of training time but as it goes on and on and on you, you can't you, you need to uh, factor in rest periods and let you know more intensive days less intensive days and so on and some days you need to you need to rest so do you balance yeah oh, yeah definitely so, so, so with your training like how, how do you kind of balance it out with your um like how do you work it with your kung fu and your tai chi do, do you like have a you know, did you do both in one day or like, how does it work for you? There's a point where the, the, the line blurs really, it's very hard to say what, what you're practicing by that. I mean, uh, you know, the Tai Chi becomes more, um, internal power becomes more kind of manifest as you've been practicing longer and then Kung Fu tends to soften out as well. So that you reach a balance point. So, I mean, for beginners, they're very different. And then as you progress, they become more and more similar, I would say. And uh, so it's not so much about, you know, you're practicing Kung Fu one day or Tai Chi one day. It's more about what specifically uh, you're working on. So, for example, um, things like joint mobility, um, breathing exercise, Qigong, that will be a daily, daily practice, meditation, a daily practice. But some of the more like strength training and so on. Um, and some the very more explosive and the more kind of energetic practice, especially as I'm, you know, I'm not 20 anymore. So that you need, you need, your body needs to recover from that. So yeah, you can practice every day, but not every day is going to be like full on, full on power training. Um, so I think it's good as though as you get older to carry on doing strength training because you lose you lose muscle. So you need to you need to make sure you're you know, lifting some heavy stuff or doing some kind of strength based stuff two or three times a week. But uh, that's certainly not something that I'm doing all the time. Like say when I was 20 in China, I was training you know, eight or nine hours a day. And that was hard training. I think these days I'm much more uh, minimalist in terms of I put more rest in. And also I, I try, even my intensive training, I know a better, I have a better idea about how to um, periodize it. And things like um, how, how hard to train and then how long to break in between sets and this kind of thing, which is, over the last few years, I've made much more of a study about that. So more about training smart now than training hard. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, that, that, that rolls into pretty much every, like even our work, right? Just everyday life, work smart. Yeah. Yeah, I think people think it's all about just putting effort in. And, mm. you know, some people put a lot of effort in, but put it in the wrong place. I mean, you can yeah. butt your head against the wall for a long time and you might be putting a lot of effort in, but it's not really getting much results. So... I mean, the bottom line is if you can get twice the result with half the effort, and that's a good thing in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so, um, so before lockdown, you was all—I remember talking to you last year, a couple of years. I think you know this is you were you know thinking about um, 
you're going to go back to China, wasn't you? And I'm going to go back to China to train my teacher for for a period of time. Yeah, real life yeah. kung fu, like the TV series, and just travel around. And I, oh, I said, I thought it was cool, man. <laughs> I, like I mean, I, I um, my idea was to go nomad for a while, and, and yeah, sell up and uh, just travel, travel and teach for for a time period. Um, it's not my intention to live in China permanently. Um, no. Just, rather just to go and study with my teacher for a while and then bring that knowledge back to my students. And obviously I'll be teaching some of my online classes will be coming from China, which would be a nice thing. People can see what's going on in how they train in China. And that'll have the advantage of me being able to, you know, give the lessons in English, but people will see it in China. So I think that would be quite a, quite a good thing for people to see. But do, do, is it Cantonese you speak as well, David? Or? Cantonese, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when I, obviously, I, I, don't, I can't remember when we met. It must be about five years ago now. But whenever, you just seem so respected by everyone. But, you know, you don't, you're very humble with it, I'd say. So I think, I think it'd be, oh, I, I'd be wicked to get around and catch mm. up some of these, you know, the contacts we made when we were, you know, on the, the various courses and stuff like that. And I just always got the impression you, you're kind of very open-minded, but you'll test it, see if it works. If it doesn't work, okay. Um, Got yeah, I mean, yeah. I try to keep open-minded because there's so much good stuff out there and, and as you know there's so much bad stuff out there as well so you have yeah. to have you can't be you can't just accept everything because you know you need to have some kind of a um a way of testing things so yeah for us mma and that kind of thing wasn't it's not so much that i'm into the the sport or the culture of mma rather it was a the best way out there of really testing the stuff that we were training because you can go put it into a a realistic scenario and test and see what works. So from the scientific testing point of view, uh, MMA is a good thing because it's uh, enables you to weed out some of the less functional stuff. But um, at the same time though, I think there's a lot of traditional stuff is going to start coming back into MMA because I think people are now reaching a level. The athletes are getting to such a point where they can be some of the traditional stuff that previously they couldn't have used, they couldn't have applied. Now they will. And you're going to see some of it. I think you're going to see Chinese martial arts, becoming more prominent in, in MMA in the next few years. That's Over karate! <laughs> well, I mean, you had, you had Machida and he, he yeah, yeah. karate into the MMA. I, I suspect we're going to see a lot more from, from China because China's a big place. There's a lot of really good yeah. places, a big martial art tradition. Uh, unfortunately, in the last few years, there's been a de-emphasis of the fighting. It's all been about performance and showy stuff. And... Uh, a lot of people don't really train the, the realistic fighting stuff so much anymore. So that's starting to change. I mean, it's coming back. Yeah, definitely. I think, well, martial arts has always been evolving, hasn't it, really? So exactly. it's good. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. Exactly. So you can't, you, can't, uh, you can't get left behind. I mean, MMA is a big, it's a fast evolving thing. So a lot of the um, teachers who kind of ignored it for a while, then they're going to find themselves behind the curve, I think. So you need to keep up with it. Yeah, that I would even like here, it's just evolved so much. Um, mm. Probably, you know, I know where when you was teaching there, it's, it's a continual process, right? Yeah, you have to. I think. Yeah. But I guess that's what martial arts means, or kung fu means, is like continual learning and. Yeah, I mean, it means different things to different people. So some people yeah. are really about, very much about preserving a tradition, um, and that means to some people means you have to do it exactly the same as your teacher and your teacher's teacher. And, uh, but you know, my teacher had a different idea. He said, uh, mobile phones get better every year. So your Kung Fu should get better every year. 
you know, you wouldn't, you, wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't use an iPhone now and try to run the modern modern apps on it. It would work. So you have to update. But yeah. the tradition is, even if you've got an iPhone 10 or 11, whatever, it's still the tradition. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6 is, is a continuation of iPhone 1, but you're not literally trying to use an iPhone 1, right? So yeah. the thing, we, we, we're continuing the tradition of our teachers and teacher's teacher, but we're not trying to do it exactly the same. We're trying to take the lesson and build on it so that the thing continually yeah. develops. So how it's, everything should be, that's how it should be. That's just my opinion anyway. It's, um, yeah. Well, the testing will bear it out because, you know, if you're going for competition, you, you quickly find out, don't you? Yeah. True. You, you can be an iPhone one enthusiast and say, this thing's the best spread <laughs> or whatever. But if you actually test it out, then you find out. Yeah. The Nokia won't work. <laughs> so, um, so you only, so is it the, the two courses you've done now? So you, you've right. got a lot of free stuff, haven't you? On YouTube, right? anyone wants to try out some Tai Chi free of free of charge it's 50 free Tai Chi lessons and wow. um, I'm teaching the the eight posture routine and the good thing about the eight posture routine is it can be done in a very small space so that's perfect for the kind of lockdown because some of the traditional Tai Chi forms take a you know they choreograph to take quite a large area so this this routine you can do in like a couple you can do in your front room so yeah. it's a good introduction and it's, it's got all the basic uh, Tai Chi movements in there so, and is that on your so you what's your youtube uh channel is if it? you um if you put rising crane um youtube i think best thing actually is go on risingcrane.co.uk my website and there's links to the youtube channel right. and everything i've got lots of things linked on there but i, I think I, if you put rising crane tai chi it will pop up anyway so yeah sure and is that for suitable for beginners as well the ones i've got on the youtube free ones are completely absolutely you, the, Start with the first one and it starts absolutely from scratch. Oh, brilliant. And is there like any ability or? You don't age? need to, no, any age, any ability. It's such a cool group because we've got people of, you know, from young stressed out executives to retired and well, students in their eighties. And so it's, you know, a big group. Anyone can do it. You, I mean, you have to do it at your own, at your own level, your own ability, but it's scalable. So yeah, it's probably not aimed at like MMA fighters or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, some MMA fighters could find some useful could find some useful nuggets in there. So and um, like so, someone doing maybe a chance get, get on this um, video now. They, they, they don't you know what martial arts is or what Tai Chi is. Like mm. what what's the benefits of someone doing Tai Chi then? And this could be for an MMA fighter, right? Or anyone. So Yeah, it's going to be different for different people. So the first of all is that the, the key thing in Tai Chi is the movement is performed slowly and it uses your intention, your, the consciousness guiding the movement. So it's like a mind-body coming together. And so the movement is done. We're trying to relax as much as possible and release as much tension. So the, the, the major benefits from the mental point of view, it's a form of meditation, uh, help with your calm, relax, teach you how to stay calm under pressure. And then the physical aspect, because there's a lot of, it involves the whole body, every joint, and there's a lot of balancing and so on. So it's going to improve your coordination, your core stability, your balance. And because we do, we sit in the stance. So when we do the movements, you're sitting down, which um, is equivalent. It's the same effect as like lifting weights, doing squats or something like that, because it puts the legs under pressure. So therefore you're going to get increase in leg strength, increase in bone density, 
And learning the sequence and the movements is also increasing cognitive ability. There's a lot of research about it that's yeah. it's been proven scientifically to have so many, so many benefits in so many areas. So wow. that's, that's for kind of regular health. And then for people who are doing martial arts, um, there's a lot of the movements have martial applications. So they're you know, striking, kicking, takedowns and seizing techniques and so on. And although in, in the class that I'm teaching here is not aimed at fighters, but people who have who, done fighting can, oh, that's useful. Oh, I can use that. And they can maybe pick, pick bits out of it. But mainly if they can learn to uh, coordinate their body and use their whole body as a unit and relax and release tension, that's going to make everything they do more efficient, faster. Even it's ironic because it's practiced slowly, but you're, what you're learning to do is release the brakes so that then when you want to move fast, you, you can, you're loose, you're relaxed. Well, it's the same same movements like when you do judo you you're going slow anyway right before you throw slow so until you build up to you know the actual thing so exactly. it's the same principle it's the same principle yeah. it shares a lot of principles with judo i mean judo means the gentle way so it has the idea of softness and, and yeah. it also has the idea of like borrowing somebody's strength so you you know if they're going that way you help them if they want to go back you push if they want to come forward you pull so you don't resist um but Taiji's maybe more is taken to, taken to an extreme, sometimes becomes a bit of a caricature to some people. It looks so soft and so slow. It's like, how the heck can that be useful for martial yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, you know, you have to practice both sides. You can't just practice one thing. So yin and a yang, right? Exactly. you got it. <laughs> um, and so, so you got the free course, those free classes, just as a bit yeah. of a taster. But and how does, how does your like, online course work for that? So it's a paid one, right? So, say again. Is it the online? The other online is like for paid training, uh, you know, tuition. Yeah. tuition on, yeah. on my online academy, again, if you go on risingcrane.co.uk, you can link. There's a link to the online academy, and there's there's several courses. There's some free courses, so you can try out some Tai Chi and some Kung Fu. I, t I teach a combination from the Tibetan White Crane style, which is like I think it's nine or ten lessons. That's completely free, um, so you can try it out. And then there's also introductory level. Uh, program so it covers the whole of the first routine of the tai chi and also uh, the kung fu fundamentals so you get like you get the breakdown of the movements and you know slow motion front view back view there's like mp3 there's um, pdf downloads there's all the resources that you need to to practice it yeah. um, and then the, the main program which is the online academy that one is opened periodically so that people can join together so it's it's more like being in a school than just buying a video if you buy a video obviously you don't have the support whereas when you join the online academy you're, you're part of the, the school so that you'll have as well as like the facebook and the zoom classes and there's interaction so i give corrections and you're with a bunch of people that are learning the stuff at the same time so they're all supporting each other so it really is more like joining a school uh, yeah. and the beautiful thing about that is i'm not limited although at the moment i am because i'm, I'm here but in the future that will be you know how to you know i can bring the lessons from china or you know whatever wherever i happen to be and wherever i'm teaching um so the students will, will get to see different you know different countries different cultures and uh, can learn can learn martial arts together like that I, do you know what, I sent a little chill down here. It just always sounded amazing, uh, but you explained it there. Um, and I don't know if you just said it, but um, you're, it's a waiting list at the moment, isn't it? It's a waiting list right? because, because um, I want to start everyone at the same time. If people just join at any time, I can't give the proper commitment. I want to say, right, for students are committed to, to joining my academy, I want to commit my time to them 
and really help them and bring them along. So, so we have like specific um, enrollment dates where we bring the group together. But if you if people check it out on on the uh, website, they can see all about how it works and they can put their name down and then the next enrollment, you know, you'll be on the waiting list. So the next enrollment, you'll be able to join in. Right. And and let's say you're doing martial arts somewhere else, is it going to conflict with that? Is it? Do you think it could be a good add-on? So I kind of feel like it is, but certainly, uh, yeah. Whatever, yeah, whatever you're doing. Um, I mean, it's an complimentary. Yeah, it's an individual mm. thing. So, and um, because it's it's interactive, I would encourage people to to contact me, and I can help them to integrate it. Like if they're doing something else, and they say, "How how can Tai Chi fit in with that?" or "How can Kung Fu fit in that?" or maybe I already do traditional Kung Fu, and how could I say do a combat sport like MMA, or how can I take it up to a self-defense or whatever whatever's the i will tailor the 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 lessons yeah. to the individual so say it really is it's not just say apply this video it's like it's becoming a part of the academy so they will get one-to-one or get feedback and i will help them with whatever they've done before how to how to integrate it i, I love that. i love how you said it as well and it's you're working with them using your knowledge mm. and it's again even though you're going you got that tradition but obviously of course you got the again that experience of working it you know whether it be mma and kung fu and obviously those different principles and all the other knowledge yeah, you picked I up think, i think the truth is that the highest the highest levels they're, they're really all the same i mean i've heard I've, I've been lucky to train with like really high level like world champion muay thai and and, and jiu-jitsu and wrestlers and mma in thailand and you know stick fighters and all the people and all the really really top guys that i spoke with they could all be speaking the same language. They all say the same kind of stuff. They talk about how to relax, how to use your body power, how to use your mind. And you, you, you see that really they, they all converge. So it's why it's really important is to focus on the principles, the key principles behind what you do. People focus so much on the, 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 the least important stuff. Yeah. Right? They, they, yeah. they get totally obsessed with stuff that's like, oh, how, how, many, how many steps forward or exactly where should this be? And it's like, it's not important, right? You've got to look at what's the principle behind it. What makes it work? How can we make it more efficient? How can we make it better? How can you make it fit you? And then the principles of human movement and balance and so on is going to be the same everywhere in the world. Okay, culturally, martial arts are different. Yeah. And, and they have different, you know, one culture might, for example, say that, um, you know, Grappling is bad, like in Thailand. You know, grapp- culturally, grappling is low class, but kicking someone in the head is absolutely fine. You know, British culture, like kicking, is re- was really bad, but punching is fine. And then if you go to Brazil, I'll go from there. All right, guys. Sorry, we had a technical hitch, but we're back. So, David, you got up to talking about the cultural differences, and I think hmm. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I was giving that as an as an example how um, they consider grappling to be very. Um, culturally acceptable and it's fine whereas kicking someone in the face is like frowned upon so it's exactly the opposite of thailand you know thailand have the sport of kings being striking but grappling but so again there's a, there's a kind of a cultural um bias towards certain kinds of techniques but in terms of the physical um, martial arts themselves there is only striking as in striking kicking wrestling and grappling that's it so um, which particular culture might, might determine which, which is emphasized. But when you take a sport like MMA, where they can use all four of those things, then it will gradually evolve towards what's the most, the most practical or the most functional, at least from the perspective of you know, one-on-one combat in that kind of a, an arena. 
So um, as I was saying then, you were saying about what, what people can benefit from, from martial arts. So uh, technique-wise, there's going to be a lot of similarities. So the, the correct way of doing an armbar in jiu-jitsu is going to be based on a leverage and you know, how you're controlling the person and so on. And so all martial arts, if they train to a deep level, are going to come to the same understandings. Yeah. So the, I think there's more similarities than differences. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Ah, that's awesome, mate. So, um, so next intake is September. We'll be in September. Yeah. yeah so if people want to uh, put their name down for that, and I and I have two groups. I have a beginner and advanced group. So beginning beginner group, I take them from the fundamentals, either Tai Chi or Kung Fu. Um, we start with the, the basic movement stances and you know, hand techniques and so on and put them together. And then my advanced students is, is an ongoing course. I'm gradually putting more and more of the system onto the online academy so people can eventually learn the, the, complete, the complete system. That would be like several years of study. Um, and then we'll be adding to it every week continuously. Wow, awesome, awesome. Wow, listen, great talking to you as always. Um, yeah. I'm so excited for what you're doing. I just Thank you. I can't wait to see you get off. And yeah, I mean, this, this time has proved uh, the last six weeks that I've been based here, but we've been getting a lot of feedback from the students and gradually improving the academy. So I've been watching people, like, they're sending me videos of their practice so I can see what people are learning online and what, what they need some more help with. So it's like a two-way thing. It's proven to me that you definitely can learn online. Um, yeah. Obviously, if people want to be for fighting or for, for, for combat sport, then they need a sparring partner. You can't just only solo train. But for a lot of the development and a lot of the practice, the health, the fitness, a lot of the benefits, you can learn a lot just solo. As long as you have someone to give you feedback, corrections, a good method, a good system, and you follow it, you can absolutely get good results. Yeah, well, I know they're in good hands. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, good. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. Um, so just a reminder, you can get the, um, the free YouTube videos from, was it risingcrane.co.uk yep. or risingcrane.com. It will get you to the same place. Yep. And from there, if they want to obviously proceed, obviously, which makes total sense that they get on your you know, actual tuition course because you're going to get so much more. I mean, if you're like 50 crying out loud like 50 videos that you've done for free the content in there is, i know is amazing so i i know you're gonna i know already it's it's leveled up massively just just for that that course as well so i'm looking forward to helping more people and if anyone has any questions about it just you can message me on the website and i will reply and you're regularly doing like you're doing more you're on instagram you're on facebook so you've been doing a lot of q a as well haven't you about yeah. not quite regular ones so yeah yeah, yeah. I, know. I do them every week for the for my academy members. I do yeah. uh, any questions I have in their training, they can send me a video and I will give them corrections and feedback and so on. Um, but also I've, been, I've done several like uh, ones on Facebook and YouTube as well. And I'll, I'll do them every so often. But in the meantime, if anyone has any questions, welcome to drop me an email. Yeah, wicked. Wicked. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of um, however long you got left. <laughs> there so thank you you say hopefully your son's coming to help do some uh training soon right so yeah he'll be joining me and we'll be filming all the paired training and the applications and that kind of stuff so which i can't do i can't do alone so <laughs> but uh, thanks for Not having yet. me on the show again matt appreciate it uh, pleasure every single time pleasure every single time so um and I, I look forward to catching up you properly as well so absolutely Thanks guys for watching, um, stay safe and yeah, drop some comments below um, 
any questions you have for David, and of course, go and check out his um, you know his online site and get on board. Definitely, you you won't regret it for sure. All right, stay safe, everyone. Bye bye.